Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So sure enough, I score. Uh, It ends up being the game winner. I couldn't believe I scored. I looked in the net. I looked up at the red light. I looked at my sister and my girlfriend. They're freaking out. I I looked down the ice at the other end on the the second row because my dad was so tiny. Uh, he's, He's crying. And my mom is just sitting there with her arms crossed, not trying to show any emotion. Well, man, I'm starting to choke up, and Keith Acton comes over. He, don't you cry. Don't you cry. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. That's Alan May talking about uh, his first NHL game with the Edmonton Oilers, and how his family was all crying. My family cried when they watched me play hockey, too, but I, I don't think it was tears of joy. Uh, welcome to episode number 1166 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're on national television in Canada on Game Plus TV and in 31 U.S. states, including Oregon, where my good friend Chris Sanford's out there in Oregon watching on Game Plus TV right now. We're also on the radio in Atlanta. We got it all covered, WQEE, and streaming, of course, podcast form and YouTube Live. Let's bring in the moose. I was telling moose uh, before we went to air that I'm feeling a little dirty. I'm not going to explain why, but I feel for, for, for a few reasons. One is I feel bad talking about what's going to ha- be a bit of a theme today, That's NHL expansion to Salt Lake City because I want the 33rd team to be Atlanta. I don't even want to talk about Salt Lake City and Utah with the NHL. It's got to be Atlanta first, but they're the ones that's in the the news. And this is a PR game. That's what this whole world is, folks. If you don't know yet, it it might be too late for you to jump on the train. It's just a PR game. So I feel bad about that. And I guess I will say this, Darren, why I feel bad is my friends here in Florida are saying to me, see a lot of photos of you with mascots out in Arizona with a Coyotes mascot, you with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders mascot. Now you're around our mascots here all the time. Victory Rat with the Panthers and Stanley C. Panther. What's the thing with you and mascots? And I'm like, well, I don't to say fetish would be inaccurate because I would denote a sexual term. I have no nothing that way. But I have a fascination with mascots. And the thing is, all our viewers and listeners in Saskatchewan knew that for years and years and years. I just feel bad. But they're just finding out now that I love mascots. We even have our own. We haven't heard from them for a while. But, um, yeah, that's why I feel bad. Can you make it feel okay that I can move on and talk about these other areas and not feel, you know, tugged to the others? We are an inclusive show, Rod. You and I are inclusive people. So if you like mascots, you like mascots. If you like, what was the one day cartoon characters, Betty and Veronica? If you're into that, you're into that too. Yeah. About that. Yeah, I'm not into that. I'm not, no, that's, what do you think I am? Some sort of creepo? Some sicko? (laughs) Don't judge the cartoon. I don't know what the cartoon character lovers are. There is a name for that, and that was the one show that we talked about it. On the program today, from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati, Mo Egger. Nice job, Clark. Just yesterday, Darren said, we got to get Mo Egger on the line. How about that? To talk about Brian Callahan going to Tennessee, and today we have it. And James Roberts, we're checking off a couple of boxes here. 
with James Roberts joining us from the Offside Hockey Podcast. It's a Leafs podcast, and he's in Nova Scotia. For sure in the Maritimes, I'm pretty sure it's Nova Scotia. So we got our Eastern stroked off with the Leaf fans and the Maritimes. I'm happy about that. All in one, James Roberts. So those are the guests. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Uh, thank you. So we do what we always do. We open with the big story. And I love this, that it's now afternoon here out in the east, morning out there in the west. But everybody's still talking, in my purview, of last night's NHL games. Before we look ahead to tonight, because those are at least as exciting, but we do that in hour two. Number one, Austin Matthews scored his NHL leading 39th goal. It came at 4.13 of overtime to lift Toronto past Winnipeg in the opener of a home and home set. The score was one nothing. Austin Matthews took a pass from Morgan Riley at the lip of the crease and redirected the puck past goalie Laurent Brassois. Ilya Samsonov made 32 saves for his second shutout of the season. And then those two teams will go and do it in Winnipeg on Saturday night, on Hockey Night in Canada. That's the one thing that everybody I see still talking about. And then here in Sunrise last night, Matthew Kachuk, see his bobblehead over my shoulder, scored twice. Florida beat Arizona 6-2 in a game that started with fights off the first two face-offs of the game. And that's kind of a funny story. Dropped the puck. Gloves hit the ice. Ryan Lomberg and Jack McBain. They get it all cleaned up. Wes McCauley's doing the game. If you saw our, uh, my Instagram story, it was like five minutes each for fighting. Drop the puck. Another fight. Gadjevic and Liam O'Brien. Players from both sides met at center ice and warm up like a schoolyard rumble. And it all had to do with the Panthers being upset what happened in Arizona a couple weeks ago when the two teams met out there and Jason Zucker left Florida forward Nick Cousins with a concussion after hitting him from behind. That was on January the 2nd. This is old school hockey! And a couple of things I wrote up in the elevator, Darren. Here's the stuff that people don't see or get. It was quarter to seven. I wrote up in the elevator. Who, who's in there? Bill Lindsay. You know how you just, you're on that same vibration with certain people. All you just keep running into the same people all the time. And the Panthers, great. He now does radio for the Panthers, and he's on NHL Network. He's in the elevator, and I'm like, Billy, uh, aren't you a little late? And he was like, two hours traffic getting here, man. And he's going, I just flew in from Newark, New Jersey this morning. He was on the NHL Network. I said, you, got, you don't have bags under your eyes, Billy. You got suitcases under your eyes. But you'll be good. Yeah, two hours to get like 14 miles the day just before the game. But he made it. So anyways, that's the thing. Everybody's still talking about the fights here and the Leafs win last night. I'm sh and I got home in time. I actually left in the third period. This one was over early. It was like 5 nothing at one time for Florida. I came home, caught the, caught the end of the Leafs game. It's a great night for hockey for me. How about you? Are they still talking about it in your circles? Yeah, they are. And you know what? It's fitting that the game went to overtime and both teams got a point in the in the Jets and Leafs game last night because they both deserved it. The Leafs, as a team, didn't deserve it early. Man, the Jets were all over them and playing well and deservedly so. They are just, you know, playing so great. But the way Samsonov played in goal, he was outstanding. And there was a 2-on-0 if you saw the highlights, but 2-on-0, he made two spectacular saves. So he deserved himself to get that game into overtime. And whoever gets the extra point gets the extra point. But that was an entertaining game. 
The Leafs woke up in the third period. The Jets were awake the whole game. Um, what a what a fun night of hockey that was. And of course, in the intermissions, going back and forth to that Florida game too. That was really fun. They kept showing the highlights of that because uh, just a great night of hockey all around, and we needed that. I forgot to mention, and thank you, Allie from Texarkana, for uh, bringing it to my attention. I knew it, but I forgot. Happy birthday to you, Moose Knuckle. Happy birthday to you. Happy you. birthday, dear Darren. Happy birthday to you. We won't say how many years. That's, that's private thank information. You. How are you uh, celebrating it? Uh, having coffee and uh, celebrating it with you. And for those who are watching, you were one of the first this morning. I basically was sitting in bed having coffee, watching SportsCenter, and the text came in um, this morning. So that was great. I appreciate that. And everybody who's writing in. And uh, here in One Yard, Mom and Dad, and we're going to go see my brother and his family, my two nephews, or three nephews now. So we're going to have uh, cake tonight. Nice. Bob's your uncle. Should be good. He's, got a, he's rolling yeah. it all in. Way to go, man. Um, and one other game from last night. Nathan McKinnon scored three of his four goals consecutively in the second period for a natural hattie and added an assist to help the Colorado Avalanche beat the Washington Capitals 6-2. We can't forget about Vancouver. Braden Shen scoring at 154 of overtime to lift St. Louis past the Canucks 4-3. I say Canucks, and I may say that it's a lot. It's going to stick. If, if, if anybody missed it, Serena guested on a betting podcast here in Florida last week, and they don't really know hockey. So they said, uh, Serena, you're the Canadian, you're the hockey expert. Tell us about the Vancouver Canucks and the great season they're having. And how she kept a straight face, I have no idea. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're really making noise, those Canucks. I got to speed it up. Our poll question today is a hell of a lot of fun. And you don't even know what it is, Darren. Um, Clark and I came up with it earlier. But it's football right now, point two. Well, yeah, no, hey, sorry, whoa. Itchy, itchy trigger finger there. I don't, I'm not getting to the poll question yet. So just hang on. <laughs> I got him. I got him. Got him. NFL. NFL Conference Championships. It's a lot of fun. I saw somewhere on social media, and I'm, I decided just this morning, Rod, you're on social media too much. It's good and it's bad, but mostly bad. But I saw the tickets for the uh, AFC Conference Championship game, Kansas City of Baltimore, going for $600. I wouldn't pay it, but I'm cheap, and if you're a fan of the Chiefs and the Ravens, uh, you will, but you'll pay it gladly. I won't pay it. I got it, but I won't pay it. Dumb. But in the AFC, it's Kansas City and Baltimore. The Ravens are favored by 3.5. The point spreads haven't changed from yesterday at this time from Bet Regal, our official betting partner. And in the NFC, Detroit at San Fran, 49 is favored by 7. I was walking out of Johnny O's gymnasium this morning, and David was standing there. I think David's the manager, maybe the head coach. I'm not sure. But he was holding the door open, and he is like, hey, Rod. Who you got in the conference championships this weekend? I said, you want to know who I think will win or who I want to win? He's like, whatever. I said, well, I'm going to cheer for Detroit, but I have no idea. I'm out of the prediction business. I don't know. I'm just, I'm pulling for Detroit. 
I said, how about you? And he goes, well, probably the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's from here. And uh, David said he's a great guy. But he goes, I'm sick of the Chiefs. I'm sick of, I'm sick of it all. He goes, <laughs> and I get it. He goes, I'm sick of Mahomes. I'm sick of Andy Reid. And he didn't say it, but I kind of felt like it was like, I'm sick of Taylor Swift. I'm sick of it all. I shouldn't speak too much for David, but are you sick of the Chiefs and the traveling circus that they are? Zach Caleros and Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, they're a thing, and uh, maybe it's turning some people off. I can see how it would turn some people off for sure, but you know what? I'm good about I'm good with it. I'm not sick of it yet. So uh, you know what? Let him take his shirt off and dance out of the out of the the suite, and, and let Taylor Swift do her thing and. You know what? I think it's good. I think it takes a little of the attention off of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes continuing to win, puts the attention somewhere else. I think it's okay. Okay, cool. There's no right or wrong answer to it. You want to talk about luxury suite hijinks? I could write a book on that. Being on both sides of the table. Like, it looked like that was, that was a gong show. What was going on in the field was secondary to what was going on in that suite the other night in Buffalo. With Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes and Caleros and them. But uh, there was one night in Arizona. People know my friend owned the Coyotes. It was, it was, what was going on in that luxury suite was, was not right. And I think I told you, I was with my buddy Murray, farmer from Sask. And I'm like, Murray, I'm going to say something. And he's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, I got to say something. This is wrong. He goes, it's not your suite. Shut up. And, of course, these things don't stop. They just, hey, trust me, I've been part of it. I've been on both sides of the donut. It just gets wilder and wilder and wilder. That's exactly what happened. But Murray was right. Mind your own business. Um, we're going to go to uh, a break in a minute. And we're going to talk about going to Super Bowl. We have been approved not only for media passes for Super Bowl, week but also radio row you heard it here we're going to be live i'm sharing a suite the nfl got back to me yesterday and said rod we've had unprecedented um interest for a spot on radio row so what we're doing is we're going to split them up so you and this gentleman frank from fresno california are going to are going to share a suite on radio row if that's okay and i'm like absolutely yes so you'll get to know frank from fresno and all our viewers most We'll talk more about that in a moment. And plus, I have a role, officially now a role at Super Bowl this year. But here's the fun thing. And now the poll question. Uh, it pertains, you can roll it if you want, guys, for real, for reals. Our daily poll question is brought to you by Key Auto Group, and it has to do with this story. The owners of the NBA's Utah Jazz have requested the NHL initiate an expansion process to bring a franchise to Utah. Smith Entertainment Group, SEG which also owns MLS's Real Salt Lake, says it can accommodate an NHL franchise immediately with Salt Lake City's Delta Center serving as an interim home arena. Ryan Smith, the chairman of the group, said, quote, SEG envisions a near future where the NHL will thrive in Utah and we're 100% focused on making this happen as soon as possible, unquote. The NHL called Utah a promising market and said it looked forward to continuing discussions in a statement released after SEG's formal request. So here's the fun poll question today, which is brought to you by Key Auto Group. And at Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. 
Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. What, what should the team name be? And this is why I said to Darren I feel dirty earlier. I said earlier that I feel dirty because Atlanta's my jam. That's where I want the NHL to go. But for the purposes of today, and pick it up, Atlanta, you're losing the PR battle to Salt Lake City here. Your options are <clears throat> minor league names, the Utah Grizzlies, the Salt Lake Golden Eagles, the Utah Mormons, which is what Salt Lake City is famous for, or other. And leading the way right now is the Salt Lake Golden Eagles on Twitter with 37% of the vote, followed by the Utah Mormons with 24%. What are they saying on YouTube, Clark? Do you have a body of work, a sample size? My 60% saying other. So I want the audience, the Rod Squad, to come at us with some names. I got some time. to. Th I'm, not, I'm not a fan of any of those. So come up with something very original that you'd like to see if there is an NHL team in Salt Lake City, the 33rd team, what it's going to be called. Any suggestions, Moose? Yeah, call them the Utah Jazz. I think it would be cool. Throwback. And then get a Major League Baseball team and call them the Jazz, too. It'd be such a small-town thing to have all your teams named the same, and it would be different than anybody else is doing. I think it'd be kind of cool. It's like... If I'm not mistaken, the East Coast Hockey League in Newfoundland, St. John's, Newfoundland, they had every team there was named the Grizzlies. They had a basketball team, a hockey team. I'm like, all named the Grizzlies under the same ownership umbrella. I'm like, yeah, who can't see this being a disaster? Oh, I'm here to watch the Grizzlies game. Why is there a basketball court on the floor? I, think, I, thought, I'm kind of watching, I thought I was coming to the hockey game. They probably will, Darren. They probably will. Because that's where the world is now. We'll be right back. We're in the warm-up, and we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. We're right back at it, and I swear the show's going to be fast today, too. It is always the fastest two hours in sports talk around North America. But how about this? Back home, the Telemiracle 50-50 is another way to support Telemiracle and also have a chance to win half the jackpot. It's truly a win-win for Saskatchewan residents. Get your tickets now at Telemiracle5050.com. It's where Darren and I were born and raised in Telemiracle of Saskatchewan's charity, and we're pleased to partner with them to uh, promote it and support it. And now we're asking you to do as well. You have to be, though, in the province, in the province physically, and 80, sorry, 18. That would really cut off the options if you were 80 plus, no, 18 plus to buy tickets. Let's bring the moose back in. I will throw out a comment here, Darren, the birthday boy from uh, Brian in Hudson Bay, the moose capital. Uh, he says, good morning, guys. Happy birthday, Darren. Looking forward to the curling next week. Yes, I'm sick of it. I hope the Ravens kick the snot out of the chase on Sunday. Wonder how many times they would show the sweet then. Oh, yeah, the Ravens get up in the game and they're all just glum. And they're not swag surfing. <laughs> they probably won't even show it at all. They're, to be honest, they're acting like this is a new thing, showing the sweets in sporting events, particularly the NFL. It's not new. Uh, when the Cowboys were getting clubbed by the Packers in round one of the playoffs, the camera was on Jerry like all game long. We're used to that. Are you hearing, are you hearing that this is a new thing, the camera on the sw- I'm hearing it a lot. It's not new at all. Did you just start watching sports? Yeah, it's not new at all. I mean, even when there's celebrities in the building, they show them ad nauseum, right? I mean, Detroit Lions games, they're showing Eminem like crazy every time the, the Lions do something. So, uh, no, it's not new, but it is a bit of a phenomenon because it is Taylor Swift. Uh, by the way, the audience is rallying as they are wont to do with regards to names of the team. Brandon Crow is watching in Manitoba, and he says the Utah Rough Riders right, has a nice it. ring to it. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm shocked you didn't spit out your coffee there. Uh, from from 
from BW in Edmonton says, move Arizona to Utah, the Salt Lake Ice Dogs. I like the name, but it's kind of defeating the purpose. Randy from Winnipeg writes in and says, no to a 33rd team. Move Arizona if the arena deal falls. From uh, BW also says, the Utah Delta Flyers. Yeah, no. Paul in Humboldt says the Utah Salt Flats. <laughs> Are you serious, Paul? That doesn't really rally the crowd. Everybody get on your feet and welcome the Salt Flats. Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and says Salt Lake used to have the Golden Flames. Mm, wasn't it the Golden Eagles? They were the Flames affiliate that Stu Grimson and Theron Fleury played for. Ryan in upstate New York says, uh, good day, Rod Squad. Since Utah's nicknamed the Beehive State, how about the Utah Sting? Also, happy birthday, Darren. That's from Ryan in New York State. Thank you. Look at you, fancy pants, the celebrity. Um, from Allen in Saskatoon, he says, congratulations, Rod, and show for a spot on Radio Row with the NFL. Big time now. Loved the row at Grey Cups. Uh, from what I understand, and I didn't go to Grey Cup this year, dealing with things here in the States, but you were. Uh, did you stop by Radio Row, or is there still a Radio Row at Grey Cup? Good question. Good question. I can't actually confirm nor deny that. I never saw it. Um, and if it, if it was there, it wasn't anywhere near foot traffic for fans. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You don't know. I mean, I wasn't there, but Carlos in Indianapolis writes in, says, back in, I think, late September, I was here calling Taylor Swift a team distraction. Well, here sh they are playing in the conference championship. <laughs> so are you saying you're, you were right? Or am I saying you were wrong? They're still going. So that's the one thing that I... I don't like when people say, I'm sick of the Patriots. They're in the Super Bowl every year. I'm sick of the Stampeders. They're in the Great Cup every I respect greatness in any regard. I respect longevity. I respect success. If the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl every year, I don't care because they've earned it. And to be honest, they're just having fun. And I'm going to say something else about AI which I actually let slip the other day in the kitchen. Serena and I were talking about it. I said, AI, that artificial insemination thing. And she was like, oh, did you just say no. I'm like, I'm sorry. That's from my rural upbringing. AI had a different name when I was a kid on the farm. Artificial intelligence. Did you see the photo of Andy Reid kissing Taylor Swift on the sidelines? You must have seen that. No, I didn't. No. Oh. Google it. Google it. But it was all AI, artificial intelligence. Listen, I, I facetiously say, forget about all the threats that we felt have been a threat to society. Let's say forget about COVID. AI could be the biggest threat to the world. Because what it's doing is spreading misinformation and it's tricking people for fun. And don't assume that it's going to be used for good, like LSD was supposed to be used for good. 
and guns were supposed to be used for good. You know what I mean? Like all these things. AI will be the biggest threat to the planet. There's the meme today. Can you write it down? Janet, the Four Seasons, writes in and she says, I'm done with the Taylor Swift thing, too. I don't care about her. I just want football. Oh, well, don't be such a, such a hater. That's very narcissistic of you to say that. That's what I got when I said I was not a Taylor Swift fan. Are you looking it up, Darren? Yeah. I just made a little bookmark. So uh, that'll be the photo on the meme. Okay. I'm so old school, I actually write things down. What's wrong with me? What a loser. Paper. <laughs> what a loser. He actually writes <laughs> things down. What a jerk. Uh, what, do you got an Shane eraser on Melanson. that pencil? Yeah. Shane Melanson from Deer Valley. He writes in and says, the Utah Jazz on Ice. Hey, that sounds like a wonderful show that I'd like to go to. I, last night, I wasn't paying attention to this because I went to the, on the intermission, I went out to the Patron patio. And you didn't come to a Panthers game with us when you were here because they weren't playing. But you, if you saw it, you'd love it. So damn cold in that rink just to go outside. You go outside to warm up here in Sunrise, Florida. I went out there with Thad and Jake. But apparently what they had on the ice in the intermission was the Ringling and Barnum Brothers Circus is coming to town this weekend, and it was like a snapshot. I saw it before the game. They were like, coming up on the first intermission, the Ringman, Ringman Brothers Circus, uh, a snapshot of this weekend show. I'm like, the circus is coming to town? They still have that? I thought they put a bullet in the circus years ago. And then, of course, the squirrel that I am, completely forgotten, went out and met Thad on the patio, and actually we had a great time. But I'm guessing, can somebody tell me what's in the circus now? I'm pretty sure it ain't an elephant balancing on one foot, you know, or a, or a tiger threatening to rip off the, the host face. That was fun. That was great stuff, man. <laughs> Do they still have that? I'm so glad to say I don't have to go to the circus when somebody might die. That was fun. Yeah. That's entertainment. I saw a great video of a circus where the lions were attacking the, uh, the ringleader or the host. The lions were going after him, and they were spraying him with the water hose to keep the lions down. It was great, but scary. What was that? that? What was that? I don't. It was on where Instagram. Was it? <laughs> oh, so, I couldn't boy. tell you where. I don't but. even. I don't want to go down this road, and I put it in my column today. I don't want to be the guy shaking my fist at the at the. Uh, clouds but here's the thing everybody wants to protect the kids Ooh, a tiger might kill the tiger tamer it's called life stuff happens i mean the kid might be scarred but you know what it happens you can't mow every bloody potential obstacle out of the way because eventually life's going to happen as my wonderful personal attorney William Howe, who lives in Sun Lakes, Arizona, says, sooner or later, sooner or later, life happens to you, to every person. Could happen when you're young, could happen when you're old, but sooner or later it happens. Oh my God, what about the kids? 
What about them? Jason and Red Deer writes in and says the Utah Salt Lickers. How about Do you know what that? a salt lick is, by the way? Do you know what a salt lake salt lick is? Not really. It's a big block of salt about the size of a car battery. And we would put yeah. it out there for cattle and they would lick it. They would lick it. And you know what? We'd lick it too. <laughs> it actually tasted yeah. fantastic. Spicy. I didn't care that a cow would just lick this thing. This is tasty. A salt lick. I'm not joking. A lot of people there's a restaurant in downtown Calgary called the Salt Lick. I'm sure a lot of people, that being a cowboy town, would know that's what it is. But a lot of people wouldn't. <laughs> Carlos in Indianapolis says the circus story is going on the pre-show lineup, isn't it? Uh, we would have to ask Director Jordan. He does that. From BW in Edmonton writes that he says, I watched the Cats and Bolts podcast with Don McLean last night. Great stories. Well, it was Doug McLean. Not the guy that sang bye-bye American Pie. That was Don McClain. Bye-bye. Listen, if we could get that guy, now we'd be getting somewhere. Don McClain sang American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys. Okay, now I know what we gotta, who we got to get on there. Don McClain. <laughs> Doug McClain was the guest. Jen at the Four Seasons says, LOL, I've licked the salt lick too. God, they're tasty. Tasty. Blue, size of a car battery, all salt. What are you looking at? Somebody text you, Darren, or are you making more notes? No, just writing in our group chat, this has got to go in the end of the year show. The story on the salt okay. lick and Don McLean. I haven't even, haven't even got to Jim Harbaugh to the LA Chargers. That'll be next hour. Because Mo Egger joins us next. See you in hour two, Moose. Au revoir. We are live on the Game Plus television network, which is available all across the state of Ohio on the Buckeye cable system. We're also on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. If you haven't heard, Canada's top men's curling teams are in the thick of their season. Provincial playdowns in Sask are next week. But all across Canada, the top men's teams have their eyes on the Montana's Briar, presented by AGI. It's at the Brand Center entering Regina. And tickets are on sale now at curling.ca slash tickets. They range from $24 to $70, depending 
on the draw and seat selection. All youth tickets are $9.99. That's the Canadian Men's Curling Championship coming to the Brand Center in Regina. Hope to see you there. All right, Mo Egger, as we are on the cusp of the conference championships of the National Football League, Mo Egger joins us from Cincinnati ESPN Radio. How you doing, Mo? Rod, I've never been better. How about yourself? Oh, good, good, good. Do you have any circus stories for us, by the way? I, I just found out the circus is coming through Sunrise, Florida this weekend. I didn't even know there was still a circus. Did you go to it as a kid? Uh, no, uh, no, mom, mom and dad, mom and dad never took me to the circus. And now as, as the proud parent of a, of a six and a half year old, she has yet to ask me to take her to the circus. The thing about going to the circus is to the best of my knowledge, like as, as a kid who is into like competitive stuff, nobody wins or loses at the circus, if I'm not mistaken. So that carried, I had no interest in that. And that remains to this day. Also, let's be honest. Clowns are creepy and elephants stink. How about that? Hey, well, somebody might die at the circuses that I went to, and that was entertaining oh. enough for wow. me. Well, that's yeah. different now. Now, so, yeah, you should have gone. You sh we have the possibility of death. Yeah. You know that you could, as eight-year-old me, you could have said, "Hey, Mo, look, somebody might bite it tonight. You want to go to the circus?" Might have been more inclined to say yes. <laughs> it's right. You were going to the wrong places, Mo. This morning here, as I was leaving the gym, the guy said, David said, who do you got this weekend? And I said, well, I'm cheering for Detroit. I can't pick winners. I can't. Uh, I can't. But how about you? I don't. Maybe you will go out on that limb. What are you expecting this weekend? Well, there's what I want. There's what I can relate to. And then there's what I think is going to happen. What I want is the best possible Super Bowl. And when San Francisco played Baltimore uh, on Monday Night Football about a month and a half ago, whenever it was, I couldn't wait for that game because I think those are the best two teams. And then, unfortunately, uh, San Francisco was terrible that night. Baltimore was great. They looked like the best team in the NFL. But I really wanted to see that game the first time because it was a dud the first time. Doesn't make me want to see it any less the second go around. I think that gives us the best game between the best two and most complete teams. So that's kind of what I want. What I can relate to, though, is, and I, you know, Rod, you and I were talking two years ago when the Bengals made the run of the Super Bowl. That was in 2021. They, they broke a stretch of 31 straight years without advancing in the postseason. When the Lions did the same thing for the first time since 1991, uh, two weeks ago, there are a lot of us who could remember what it was like watching Bengals fans and experiencing as a Bengals fan, what it was like to see your team finally break through and win that elusive playoff game. Uh, the Lions have never won a Super Bowl. The Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. Uh, and so I think there's a big part of a lot of us in Cincinnati who we can relate to what they're going through in Detroit. And, uh, you know, because they're new and because I think they have a really fun and likable coach and they're sort of the, the Bengals of the NFC, boy, we could relate to, to wanting to see them finally deliver a, a Super Bowl championship to the city of Detroit. Then there's what I think is going to happen. What I think is going to happen is Kansas City is going to be a really tough out for the Baltimore Ravens because what they can do defensively, I, I, I will say this about Baltimore against Houston. They avoided the tightness that I thought was going to come if they ended up in a close game at home with all the pressure on that franchise, all the pressure on Lamar. But I wonder what it's going to be like in that stadium if we have a close game in the second half or if Kansas City plays from ahead. 
from a gambling perspective, if you're giving me three and a half points with Patrick Mahomes and a Chiefs team that, let's face it, there's a lot of folks who didn't feel like they were going to be here against a Baltimore team that has with it a lot of pressure, I'm inclined to take the three and a half points. I think San Francisco is going to win and cover the number against the Detroit Lions. They're at home. Now, Debo Samuel's health would concern me a little bit, but I just feel like they could take advantage of Detroit's secondary. The line for Casey and Baltimore is closer because I think it's more likely to be a really, really good game. But from a gambling perspective, if we're looking at point spreads, you're going to give me three and a half points with the uh, defending conference and Super Bowl champions. I'm going to do that. I'll take those numbers. I'll take those points with the Chiefs, even if I think Baltimore has proven all year long it is the better team and they are playing at home. I could talk about this forever with you, but I, I want the reason, the biggest reason we wanted to bring you on was to talk about Brian Callahan leaving yeah. the Bengals as offensive coordinator sure. to take on Darren's ten, uh, Tennessee Titans as the head coach. How will this affect mm -hmm. the Bengals? Brian Callahan gone. Well, you know, at some point there was going to be some sort of disruption to the coaching staff, right? I mean, they, they had gone to consecutive AFC championship games, made a Super Bowl, and this year brought back basically the same coaching staff. That was only going to go for so long. And where the disruption was most likely to come was going to be on the offensive side of the ball because those are the coaches that are most closely aligned to, to Joe Burrow. I think Brian Callahan did really good work here, and, and people are going to fixate on the fact that in Cincinnati he didn't call plays. To me, that's not what coaching is about. Coaching is about leadership, culture establishment, teaching, coaching the positions, implementing game plans. Who's screaming the call into the headset is, is not that important to me. I think if you look at Brian Callahan's role in helping the Bengals craft teams that were far better than the ones that he was coaching when he first got here, I think you would be very impressed. I've always felt like the Bengals offensive coaching staff doesn't get the credit it deserves for getting Joe ready to play week one his rookie year when they didn't have minicamp. He was learning the offense from his parents' house in Athens, Ohio. Uh, they didn't have preseason games, and yet game number one, Joe Burrow played like a competent, established NFL starter. I also feel like the offensive coaching staff hasn't gotten the credit it deserves for figuring out how to make the offense functional in that playoff run two years ago when every single week they knew they had to design game plans around a horrific offensive line. I also think some credit should be given to the offensive coaching staff for getting Jake Browning up to speed and having him be in a position where in his first run as a guy who was getting regular snaps in the NFL was able to keep the Bengals afloat. The offensive coaching staff goes beyond Brian Callahan. He was the offensive coordinator. I think his work in those three instances are enough for me to think he deserves a chance to be an NFL head coach. Isn't that mighty big of you to wish someone well? That's so rare in today's yes. world. Um, but you know, to be yeah. honest, I just look at the Chiefs. Yeah, you mentioned them at the Ravens. Um, there's a bit of a theme here. I had a guy, like I say, the gym this morning said he's sick of the Chiefs. I'm sick of them. And hmm. But you look at they withstood the loss of Eric Bieniemy, And it's not like he lit the world on fire in Washington. But they're going to raid your staff. That's the way it goes. And... That hasn't really been talked about going into this weekend. Maybe it's not that big a deal. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think from a Bengals perspective, this was almost to be expected. You know, a year ago, Brian Callahan did interview with teams, didn't get the job. Uh, in an offseason where we've had Jim Harbaugh and Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick available, he, to me, still stood out as somebody who was going to be given a chance. He kind of fits the profile of what teams are looking for, right? Younger, offensive-minded. 
And, you know, this is the, the latest example, I think, of, of the Burrow effect, which is why, you know, the Bengals named their new offensive coordinator today, Dan Pitcher. I feel like if Joe Burrow plays 17 games and the Bengals get back to the postseason, at some point soon you'll be reading about Dan Pitcher's head coaching bona fides. This is just how it works. And to a degree, here in Cincinnati, you kind of look back at this year and go, God, you know what? They wasted continuity. They went to consecutive uh, conference championship games, brought back the same coach, basically the same team, same coordinators, same position coaches, and you got to take advantage of that. They didn't this year. But yes, you have, a, you have a team that's relevant every year. You have a team that wins playoff games. Obviously, the Bengals couldn't do that this year because they didn't make the postseason. At some point, somebody was going to poach someone off this staff, and the guy who it was most likely to be is the offensive coordinator who's worked with Joe Burr. There you go. Man, wonderful update. This is why we did it. Mo, enjoy the games, my man. We'll talk soon. Uh, you know, I just, I get lonely when you don't call me. So thanks for having me. Hopefully it's, it's been like two months. Hopefully it's not two months next time. If you ever need a Florida perspective on things, you can call me as well. If I need a Florida perspective, I'm coming to Florida, and I'm not bringing any microphones with me. So, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Mo. Hey, man. Yep. Mo Egger from the appropriately named Mo Egger Show, ESPN Radio, Cincinnati. We'll be right back with Viewer Takeover. After this, we are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Yeah, the studio. Beautiful South Florida. Thanks for being part of uh, our show and allowing us to be part of your day. Before I jump into the sports update, Steve Morrissey is watching us on YouTube Live. And hey, Steve, thanks. Feels like he's a new viewer. He writes in and says, hey, Rod, what do you think? Will the New York Jets ever get back to the big game? I ask about the Jets because they wear green and white, just like the Riders. And my high school team was green and white. Hi, Steve Morrissey. 
Again, I, I feel dirty. Today is a day where I feel dirty. I, I'm stealing all these phrases from my mentors and passing them along. And I just want to give you the credit, them the credit to say that it's not my saying that never is a long time or forever is a long time. And Gary Echeverry said that, the famed CFL defensive coordinator. Um, will they ever get back? It doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon, but I would never say never. Uh, they were 7-10 and 10 this year. Despite all the squalor. And hey, signing, acquiring Aaron Rodgers via trade from the Green Bay Packers was supposed to be all that. And then when a guy goes down four plays into his first game, we were all watching, weren't we, on Monday Night Football? You tend to think maybe the franchise is cursed. I think there's an argument to be made for that. The Gotham Green. But Aaron Rodgers is coming back, and they felt that all they needed was a quarterback. If he doesn't blow up the world between now and then because of all the crap he's caused, will they make it back? They could. They were better than the Patriots last year. That's not saying much. Who were 4-13, and 13, but look, Patriots going into uh, a rebuild, if you will, with a new head coach. They still don't have a quarterback. They got a chance, but they're in a very tough division with a couple of teams that are ticked off in the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills and have something to prove coming back. Will they? Don't give up, is my long answer to your short question. Could happen. <clears throat> Thank you. Clark telling me how much time we have left in the hour. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be positive for the guy. Sports update. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was hired as head coach of the L.A. Chargers on Wednesday, leaving Michigan after capping his ninth season as coach of college football's winningest program with the school's first national championship since 1997. Jim Harbaugh will be the first former Chargers player to return to the team as head coach. He played for the Bolts in 99 and 2000 before retiring following the 01 season. Uh, new head coach Patrick Roy leads the New York Islanders into Montreal tonight. The goaltending legend is 1-1 one one since taking over the Isles from Lane Lambert, who was fired on Saturday. Montreal enters the contest on a three-game slide. The Edmonton Oilers look to extend their win streak to 15 games as they welcome Chicago. Uh, the Flames are home to Columbus tonight. Will Johnny Gaudreau be booed? That's all I want to know. And Ottawa hosts the Bruins. Sports updates brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic, Mean Girls in Landmark Cinemas now. Hour two coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio.